Have you ever wanted an instruction manual for your life? Something that went over the stuff that isn't always obvious? Or even some of the stuff that is? My name is Sarah Ramsey. I'm a singer, voice, performance, and growth coach, and I've spent a lifetime open to the lessons behind our experiences and seeking out pathways to becoming more enlightened, better humans. And I'm Dr. Stefan Rabnett. I've been a doctor of traditional Chinese medicine for over 20 years, and I'm also a Jay Shetty certified life coach. I've long been fascinated with our human superpowers, the ones we don't quite have the instruction manual for, and I'm forever curious about how we can unlock them. Welcome to This Big Life Podcast, where we have deeper conversations about the nature of existence, our place in it, and how we can leverage these things to create the life we want. Basically, we're bringing the woo-woo to you, you. But don't worry, we don't take ourselves too seriously. Hi, everybody. Welcome to another episode of This Big Life Podcast. We have another great episode today because we're going to talk about whys. And why specifically, why, is it's something that comes <laughs> up a lot is um, people ask, well, what's your why? Like, what's your purpose or motivation for doing what you do? And it's one of those questions that sometimes seems simple, but it is a bit challenging when you go into it. And another challenge that often comes up is when we come up with our quote unquote why, sometimes it's not this perfect altruistic thing that um, we feel like on one level it should be. So we're going to talk about all that today. We're going to talk about the why and what happens if that why isn't this perfect altruistic thing. So it's a good conversation because um, looking at the reasons behind our behavior are helpful. And mm -hmm. the important bit is not to judge what comes up, even if that why is something that might not be for everybody. So Sarah, why? <laughs> <laughs> well, Stefan, um, why? I wanted to talk about this because it's a thing that I have really come up against over the last two years working in um, within the construct of a company that was a very like health related company for a while. They would talk about, you know, what's your why? What's your why? That was a really big focus. You got to you got to find your why. And what I realized is that other people were trying to tell me my why. Because I'd had quite a health, you know, sort of breakthrough with with their products. And I had people telling me, well, that's your why you got it. You know, that's your why that that keeps moving forward. And other people can't tell you your why, because that that's a great, you know, that that health breakthrough, that is a great why. But if I was not yet ready to be well which is actually a whole other conversation. But if I was not ready for the journey of where that why took me, that wasn't going to be my why. And that's what I figured out that that's why it never 
sat as like it never really rang super true to me. It was a great little marketing piece for me, but it really never sat super true for me because I wasn't invested in where that why was going to take me. And I think that really kind of comes full circle into what, what does a why need to feel like? And like, to me, that's a real fire in my belly. I can't, I know what happens in my own body. I can't stop thinking about it. My brain won't shut down. It's like, I'm constantly making notes and, and sketching out, you know, plans and, and development and whatever, all based around this why. When I get fired up like that, that's a good why for me. You know what I mean? Like whatever is driving that, um, when it feels like that in my body, um, yeah, that, and, and I think our whys usually have the capacity to push us outside our comfort zone. It's an important enough thing to do something that's uncomfortable. Absolutely. And that is a, it, that is, seems to be a bit of a running theme on this big life podcast. Same as <laughs> the, it's not so much what the, te- the letters or the sentence of the why is, it's the feeling behind it. Yeah. You know, so that feeling, what ignites you, that type of aspect. And I think it's okay that that can be a fluid thing and dynamic because it can seem somewhat stale. So I guess, so can we have then more than one layer of why? So we can have a wise, I guess another way for a why almost is a bit like a mission statement, right? Like mm-hmm. it's kind of, there's an aspect of that. So, you know, there's that for our business. There's that mm-hmm. for potentially our personal life. Mm-hmm. And then there's that for individual things that we might be choosing along our way. Mm-hmm. Is that, does that seem... Yeah, I think those those all follow. And, you know, when we were talking about doing this episode, we actually stopped our, our conversation almost immediately because we realized that we were going into stuff that we really should just talk about here. And you, I believe you said, let's not pre-podcast. <laughs> and because I was saying, what like, what happens when you're, why isn't shiny and pretty and it's not about digging wells in third world countries for you know like what if it's not this thing that is like you said is super altruistic what if it's i want to make more money what if that's my why and you said why (laughs) yes exactly right so i think that 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 though is a super valid process. Why yes. is that your why? Keep asking. Yeah. You got to be the toddler. You got to keep asking why until you get to the bottom of it to to get to the bottom of it. Yeah. And it seems like the bottom of it is going to be a feeling and not like a statement. Mm-hmm. But it is that, right? Because I've gone through that as well. Those exercises of just like, okay, well, um, I read this. I'll do another little link to this, but it was a book I read a long time ago and it was like, money isn't the problem you are. And the basic (laughs) premise of it is, you know, it's not money. It's what we imbue and charge something like money with and our relationship to those other things. That is the big thing, whether or not that's something that seems 
like it's not subjective, like security or freedom or though like mm-hmm. a lot of stuff we like to associate with something like money. And the interesting thing is, is when you go through and go down that rabbit hole a little bit in terms of like, is that true? We really see like it's our relationships with those things and it has nothing to do with money in a way, but we kind of associate them. Right. So this whole process of finding our why, even if it was just like, I'm, you know, I have a goal, I'm going to make $10,000 in such a period of time or whatever the amount is, Mm -hmm. obviously there's nothing inherently wrong with that. And and I think it's sometimes as a target, you don't even have to go into the the motivations behind it. But in a bigger picture, sometimes if you go through, well, you know, everything is going to be better if there's this kind of, you know, if I got like $10 million, then I have no problems. Well, we know that also isn't kind of, it's an extreme example, but we right. also know that yeah. isn't kind of the truth either. And sometimes those themes that we can put on money, like security, safety, um, is a bit of an illusion. So mm-hmm. anyway, so it, it is an interest, it is an interesting aspect. And I think then again, it's not to say that the motivation behind it isn't, um, uh, isn't progressive in some way when we're mm-hmm. just like, okay, my motivation is to make money, right? Because I have no problem, you know, wanting to increase yep. revenue. Like I think yep. that there's, there's no, there's nothing I believe in win-win. Like if I'm creating more then I believe that somehow that's a bigger kind of contribution to whatever's kind of happening there. Yeah. And I think, um, it's, I think eventually the why goes into the bigger why question of why are we here <laughs> on that abstract note back to you, Sarah. <laughs> Well, I, I'm just going to pull right back from that one because, <laughs> boy, that's a, that's a whole different kind of rabbit hole. Um, I think that in teasing apart the threads of what you just said, we have to get to the bottom of separating our goals from our why, because it, it's easier than I think we realized to conflate the two. Yes, I did just use that <laughs> word one more again. time. <laughs> but it is like when the goal is it to increase revenue and your why is to make more money, how are those separate pieces? Because I, I think that the goal and mm-hmm. the why in actual fact, are separate pieces. Why do you want to make extra money? Why do you want to make X amount of money in X amount of time? Why do you want to increase revenue? Why do you want? And if your why is I want to, you know, my uh, earning capacity and therefore the spending that goes on the other side of it contributes to our societal, you know, systems and whatever if if that's your why is to be of contribution and that is your pathway to it great then then that's identified if your why is because i've always had this dream of you know driving a delorean then uh thank doc brown but really <laughs> like if say. that's the if that's the why then own that, you know, if that is, I, I, I have this 
this childhood dream that I, I want to fulfill. And that is worth, because I think at the, at the crux of it, you know, I, I have to admit, I have not read the whole thing. I've read some of it and I've watched some of his talks and whatever, but Simon Sinek, I think that's how you say his last name, Sinek, Sinek, um, wrote the book, Finding Your Why. And then there's a, a second one that's like, I don't know, really finding your why. I don't know what it's called. Um, but it, I think the the point that he's making there, and I think it's what a lot of people really latch on to is the, the concepts that he talks about, is that the why is supposed to be, no, not supposed to be. The why ends up being the thing that you can really hang on to in the hardest moments when you have lost all your motivation to do the thing. So if yeah. your why is the goal, then that's not going to cut it. So it's the motivation. Yeah. You know, so there's an aspect of, of motivation when things absolutely we get up. You're just like, I don't want to, I don't want to be an adult today. I don't want to do anything today. Yeah. What is your motivation to get up and work hard to do whatever that is to work hard at your goals, whatever that case is, what is your motivation behind it? And it is. And so I guess that is what a why is, is the motivation, you know, behind our behaviors and something that we can actually hold on to, to kind of drag us out of a certain Mm -hmm. mentality or mindset. So do just out of curiosity, like, do you have like a big picture? Why? Do you have a why in terms of a motivation or does it, is that fluid? Does that change? Well, first off, I do think that our whys change over time. I, like mm-hmm. I think that we start there because what my why was when I was 20 is probably not going to be the same as what my why is when I'm 50. And what my why was six months ago might not be the same as what it is now. Mm-hmm. Um, but if you're asking me on a personal level what it is, right now um my whys are i mean there's more than one of them that's the other thing i I don't think it's singular i think um it for me i have a real desire to make an impact and that's the really pretty shiny language for it and I think this is worth acknowledging too, that is the pretty shiny language for it, is that I have a desire to make an impact, which is true. And... What impact would you like to make? Uh, well, uh, I I mean, for me, it's, it's teaching... Um, I mean, my, my impact as a parent, I think the... Not that your impact as a parent is ever done, but my children are grown and and out on their own as adults so the the bulk of my work there is done so for me it's like teaching so the the impact on on students and their development um the impact is uh on what i can achieve in um what we can achieve in this podcast in terms of getting people to just consider things that from different angles, maybe, and ask themselves deeper questions and, you know, reconsider their own, uh, 
steps forward, I guess. And my other podcast as well. Um, I have a music podcast that's kind of a, it's a bit of a how-to for the music industry. And the impact there for, once again, it's being able to help young artists um, find their way through a career um, with a level of success that feels good to them. So that's that's how I want to manifest that impact. And so the, the shiny, pretty language is I want to have an impact. The language that to me feels more self-serving, but also true, is that I want to be seen and I want to be valued. And all of those things that I just talked about, teaching, um, podcasting, all of those things fulfill that, right? That's that's a way, but for whatever reason, that language around it feels uncomfortable for me to share with other people. It's a lot easier for me to say, I want to have impact. Well, thank you for sharing that, Sarah. Yes, and I yeah. agree. The... Um, the, to feel valued is a, is is a big one, and I agree. Mm -hmm. I think we all have that. Just you know, to a certain degree, we in a way almost have to. And mm -hmm. it can we can derive that value, you know, both extrinsically and intrinsically. And it, again, the the appropriate shiny thing is, oh, I value myself, and that's where the value comes mm -hmm. from. And I don't mm -hmm. care about the external value, and. Really, I'm we all, I yet. think, ha have that, you know, that, well, exactly. So that's why we're here, right? That's part of the why I think potentially is where we are, seem to be kind of moving forward. So, and, um, you know, I, I guess just to kind of further it a little bit. So let's say you, when you do receive, because I know you do, because you, you mm -hmm. have a lot of people that value what you do. When you do kind of receive that value and recognition, then what happens? To me, that feels incredibly fulfilling. I feel um, very. <clears throat> I feel I feel very filled up and energized in that. Like I'm I'm very aware as I get older of the balance between where I spend energy and where I am renewed in my energy. And for me, that is a huge energy renewal. That is a, a place where I really get filled up. And so it used to be fulfilled you, in performance, but I'm not really performing a whole lot anymore. So it, it doesn't happen there anymore. So when you're filled up, mm -hmm. do other people benefit? Well, they definitely get a better version of me on the other end of that well, for lots of reasons i would think that people benefit and now i'm putting in my own little subjective kind yeah, of yeah. little my little why in there because we you know we were subjective filtered beings and those filters are based on you know our experiences all our bits and stuff like that so you know i'm putting that in there because i guess i'm going into an aspect i think of my point of view what you're getting to is like even this aspect of filling ourselves up of kind of getting value whatever the case is if our cup is full that's only going to help those around us. Absolutely. In fact, in a lot of levels, 
it's going to help people more than saying, well, we know it's going to help people more than if we were like, hey, this is what you should do, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Because any words and logic that aren't feeling are, again, our filters are going to be like, nah, 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 no, no, not that. So, um, so, and I guess it's an interesting thing. This is we're talking it out. It's potentially my point of view that if someone like fills their cup up again, even if they decide to want to, they, they want to get that DeLorean and, (laughs) you know, they want to do that because it gives them joy. Mm -hmm. Then maybe the world is better because there is that much more joy there. Mm -hmm. Maybe I'm not sure, but there is that aspect to it, but that, that's interesting because that necess- is that necessarily the why of the person getting the DeLorean? Perhaps not. Perhaps that's just my right. point of view. Yeah. Right. So I guess that's where in kind of roundabout way from my perspective, if you're authentically following a why, it genuine, generally, generally, generally. <laughs> that is the combination of genuinely and genuine. Gen- <laughs> Generally, <laughs> generally, genuinely. There we go. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, it is now. I've totally forgot what I was going to say. Generally, <laughs> so there you go. But I like the idea that it's it's okay to follow what is right for you and to be willing to look at those aspects of ourselves, mm-hmm. right? Like even just, and I, I like I applaud you, Sarah, for saying that because I think that's again we all. F- have that aspect because it does feel nice to be valued. Yeah. But we feel like, well, you know, if we're kind of going on this path of being progressive people, there's supposed, there's a lot of supposed to's, right? You're supposed to be completely altruistic. You're not supposed to kind of want to have kind of extrinsically derived value. You know, you're not supposed to do this, 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 all these types of supposed to's. But at the end of the day, that isn't authentic. And when that happens, I don't believe that that's kind of conducive to kind of growth as a species. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, is in a certain level, I think is why um, we are here, you know, because yeah. we're growing, we're evolving, however you want to kind of put it. So, and that it, actually, like for me, that that is the other fork in the road of my personal why is that I really want to help. Um, like, I, again, I don't have great language. I don't have succinct language to put this into, but I really want to help people whose pathway is familiar. Like it's, you know, it's the music industry. So like I get that and specifically voice. So there's, that's my, that's my hood. I know how that stuff works and being able to um, help them unlock their own doors. So that's specific that I'm not doing it for them, but I am showing them like how to do it for themselves. But that piece of helping them do it for themselves and watching them flourish, that is a huge, huge motivator for me too. I love the, um, I love the detective work that it takes on my part. And I love seeing it when the lights go on for them. And oh, that's awesome. Their development for them. Like that is uh that is the biggest motivator for me in my teaching studio. Um, is that piece. I love, love, love that. Well, because you help people, and again, I'm this is just my subjective yeah. 
view in your world, which, you know, let's make it about me, <laughs> is, you know, you help people with their expression. So you mm-hmm. do it through that aspect of voice and, and mm-hmm. you know, the skills that you've obviously learned and have with respect to voice and you use that. But I know a lot of people like that is symbolic of finding their voice. And so genuinely people finding their voice is a net positive to the world. So Mm -hmm. there is kind of a definite kind of adding to progression for that. And, you know, again, does that, I guess the question is, is how much does that matter in terms of a big picture? Why, right? Like from my perspective, looking on it versus your perspective and getting up Mm. and being like, okay, I got all these clients today. Like, I just want to go to the beach type of thing and and getting in there, reminding yourself that is, is I guess your journey, right? Like it's not for me to put that value on it some way, Mm -hmm. but it's kind of your aspect to kind of see. And I guess, as I'm rambling here, as I tend to do, is the... It's your superpower. It's my superpower. That's what, you know, when they were doling out superpowers, <laughs> I, I kind of... You got rambling, man. I, I missed, I missed, I don't know, I got. I missed the notice or something because I got there late. <laughs> and there was only a couple left to choose from. So I took the rambling one. Anyways, um, the... I think, and this is a bit of a, a tangent again, as I also do, is for me, there is a lot of value in joy. There's a lot mm-hmm. of value in expression. There's a lot of value in removing barriers, and both to us individually and especially to us as a species. Because when we look at, you know, us and not just a species, but as like a biosphere or earth, like we got, we got some we got some stuff to do people. Mm-hmm. There's, some, there's uh, you know, we're, we're, we can handle a little bit of change and evolution. Mm-hmm. And um, I do believe that joy is, is a big part of that. However, that looks for an individual person. I believe that that's a content contribution going forward. Yeah. And um, yeah. Yeah. I am. Um... So I'm gonna I'm gonna toss it right back to you. What's your okay? Why? Well, I wrote like I I wrote this a year ago. Okay. So I wrote this a year ago when I was thinking this. Um, my why? First of all, my why? Like, what is a why? This is what I wrote, and I haven't actually read read read, <laughs> read this first <laughs> paragraph in a while. So okay. don't know what. Okay, my why. Why do I keep getting up every day? Why am I willing to keep hustling through the discomfort, which includes the discomfort of the self-judgment that I'm not hustling enough? So I guess that was Mm. my frame of mind that morning when I wrote this. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So to leave a better world for my kids, to leave a better world for everybody's kids, to empower people to make a difference by being the most joyous and potent version of themselves, to to raise awareness of everything, to contribute to the growth of our species and our world, and if we change perspective, how we look at things, we can change anything. So I think that that was a mishmash of a lot of different things. Mm-hmm. A key bit, you know, I am, I have two young kids and that does change perspective a little bit. So yes, I think there is a natural inclination if when you're a parent, especially early on to be like, whoa, okay. Like it's, there's this aspect of legacy. There's an aspect that's going to mm-hmm. endure this planet beyond me that I'm really rooting for. So setting that up for success is something that I want to put effort towards. Yeah. So I think that that is a common one with respect 
to the why um, with respect to kids. And then also I think it's okay going on the joy thing is to spend time with your kids, right? To be able, and I know that that's a big aspect with respect to finances to be like, I want to mm-hmm. be able to do whatever I want, whenever I want with my kids, you know, wherever, anywhere in the mm-hmm. world. Um, I, I, I think another point of view that I've always kind of subscribed to is, is like that exponential aspect that if we kind of like help people turn on their own light, then that's going to be this little kind of cascading effect. And you get all these other like, like little blip, 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 blips kind of coming on. Suddenly you got all these fireflies like in sync with each mm-hmm. other. Um, and I think there was an, I, I remember, and over the years I have, and not just this exercise of writing the why is like, like, do I really feel that? Like, do I really care? Right. Like is mm-hmm. a strange question, but just like, do I really care about like what's happening here? Like, like, no, I, it's really valid question. You know, is this, or is this what I'm disposed to feel? Like, what is this? Like, I don't, cause I can, you know, there's times where your mind can easily go either way. Right. Like I'm doing this cause I'm supposed to, or I'm doing yeah. this cause I, I actually kind of feel this because again, that charge behind something is going to be waning in and out because it's an experience. And it's just like how we talked about gratitude. Sometimes you're like, thank you for, but you're just like, I'm mailing that thank you in, right? Like, it's just not like a real experience (laughs) and that's okay. And it's the same thing I think with the why is there's an aspect of it of just like, okay, well, I want the world to be a better place. Like, you know, and it's okay. I think that part of me is just like, you know, right now I don't care. I just want to watch a special on Netflix and go to sleep, right? Like then, then that's, and I think, again, that that's totally okay. But the why is when I, when I, when I let myself revisit the whys, I do notice a feeling kind of come up. And I guess for me, that feeling is associated with hope or, mm-hmm. hey, or possibilities or something that is cool or mm-hmm. miraculous or awesome or whatever, like, like that type of segment of words, kind of thesaurus. Um, <laughs> so yeah, I, I think those are my whys getting back to what you originally said, Sarah, at the beginning is I think my why is a feeling that relates to those. And I feel that there's a way to contribute to that feeling on a bigger picture by honoring Mm -hmm. that kind of feeling in myself as much as I can. Mm -hmm. And I'll use, and I, and like you, I'm like, I'm saying I'm using my kids in a way I am, but using that as like kind of a role in a story that I create for it, even though knowing at the same time, it's all just a story. And because Mm -hmm. of that, I'll, I'll be experiencing that story to varying degrees, depending on so many different factors. Yeah. That that was a lot. Sorry. <laughs> yep. And I, you know what? I I realized that both of us answered that question in very general terms. And I want to pose it. I want to pose the question in different terms. Okay. To see whether either of us answers differently. And that is. When you are having a super shitty day, shitty week, shitty month, whatever, and all you want to do is lie in bed and sleep or watch Netflix or what I used to, my brother used to call as a kid, I just want to be an alien. Um, Just hide under the covers and be an alien. When you're wanting to be an alien, 
what is the thing that motivates you to get out of bed and it's actually two it's two different questions i think what is the thing that motivates you to get out of bed and be with your family that is one why and i think that it can be a very different answer than what is the thing that motivates you to get out of bed and go to work because both of us are us like basically self-employed people right so we don't have a boss who's going to say that's it you're fired if you well actually I don't really know the the exactly how your work situation works you I know you work in clinics so maybe it's a bit different but basically you are an individual practitioner it's not the same as if you work at a corporate job and if you don't show up somebody's going to fire you when you work for yourself there has to be a reason that you get out of bed and go to work that has to be really clear. And like when I'm thinking about that for myself, all the things that I talked about, about how, you know, I want to unlock things for people. I want to be visible. All of those pieces, they are true. And the thing that actually gets me out of bed and go to work when I really don't feel like it is the fact that I am incredibly committed to shifting our financial picture this year and shifting our debt load. And if I don't go to work, that's not going to happen. So again, I, I don't know the shiny language around that, but you know, it is pretty money motivated for me right now. And it's the first time in my life that I can say that without feeling yucky about it, too. Well, good for you for saying that. That's awesome. And I think yeah. the shiny language would be is you're honoring yourself, right? What does honoring myself look like? Yeah. Well, I want to get out of debt, so I am going to do everything I can. And that's the motivation behind it. So yeah. that's good. I mean, getting back, you know, I think for myself, you know, the motivation sometimes getting up is... I mean, again, it's different because I have two young kids, you know, I have <laughs> the motivation is somebody needs like their diaper a changed. five month, like a five month old. Yeah. It's like, I got a full diaper. Right? Like you got to get up, pal. <laughs> no, not you, Stefan. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, well, exactly. I'll take them up. And, and then uh, otherwise I have a four and a half year old that's going to jump on top of me and be like, dad, dad, mm -hmm. dad, 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 dad. So <laughs> that's the motivation to get up. To, to go to work, I think, I mean, it's true. Like, you know, if, if um, and I think the key thing that you said is, is when you don't feel, when you don't feel like it, you know, because mm -hmm. in general, like, you know, I'm thinking today, like, I, cause I, I like my job. Like there's, a, there's a lot of aspects of it that I yeah. really, really, really like. And I know you do too. And, you know, um, so I like interacting with people. I like being a contribution to people. So I know that there's mm -hmm. an aspect of that, that, that kind of happens. Um, but I also know it's true that there's days that I'm just like, ah, man, nah, <laughs> like yeah. I would, I'd be okay if something like if I didn't, if it didn't happen, then of course, when days like that happen, like we get snowed in or something like that, you're yeah. like, oh no, man, like I wanted to go. <laughs> so I think it's interesting how life like actually does deliver mm -hmm. on those things. It's just a different type of time frame. So it is getting back to your quick, your question about like kind of framing it a little bit differently is the, the motivation to kind of, as, as they're kind of separate, 
they're, I, I guess they're, they're similar though, still to each other because they're based on a feeling. And, you know, I guess part of me, part of me would hope for myself, and this is a very, very almost outlandish goal. Mm. But if that, if I woke up one day and I was like, I'm not feeling it. I have no good reason, but I'm not going to work. If I actually followed through on that mm-hmm. authentically, I would actually be very proud of myself. Mm-hmm. But the, because I think, again, it would be authentically, I would be honoring myself in that type of situation yeah. if that's that if that's what I felt. Because as of now, maybe I get those pings of like, oh, no, there's people and they need me and, blah, 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 and blah, 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 you know, all that type of stuff. But if if I was able to have like a, a desire and to put all that aside and really authentically follow through with that, whatever that mm-hmm. was, I would actually be very proud of myself for doing that. Mm-hmm. So I think that's it is it's in, it's it's interesting because, you know, we can have we've talked about this before, too. There can be two choices, but we can come from them in, in different ways. Like I could want to stay in bed because I'm avoiding a feeling. Yes. Or I could be want to stay in bed because I want to foster a positive feeling right. of whatever that is, relaxation. Yeah. So to be able to discern which ways it's coming from, because if it's just like, oh, I just want to avoid it. I just don't want, I just want, you know, there's that type of energy. And then I know I really going to be a bigger contribution to me and therefore everybody if I go through that. Mm-hmm. But if it was a real authentic, man, I just want to just feel the bliss of this bed, right? And just <laughs> do nothing more <laughs> than mm-hmm. Then that's also different, right? So it's you can't look at the actual behavior as kind of the 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 why behind it. It is. Yeah. It is. So I don't know if that answers your question at all, but that's what that's what I got. All right. All right. I, I also think that it's worth acknowledging, and it's not that we necessarily have to go too far down this rabbit hole. <laughs> Right. As if. Um, But I think it's worth acknowledging that when you are a business owner, your personal why for doing what you do and the why of your business, which needs to be really clear for you to have a successful business are not necessarily the same thing. Absolutely. Absolutely. You're right. Yeah, you're right. And I think actually it can do well if you do separate them a little bit, right? Mm Because it's your business is its own kind of entity and relationship that you charge up and you nurture. It's just like a child is like you nurture it and it's, you love it. You do all these things with it, but you're not it, Mm -hmm. you know? And I think it's the same thing with respect to a business and the values of it. And, um, yeah. And I think what you're saying is you can, you can, the whys can use each other, right? You know, your, your personal goal of doing something can use the whys of the business to get your own personal kind of goal kind of achieved. Yep. Yep. But, um, yeah, no, I think that's well said. It's, it's, it's nice when they're not totally the same, even though they can obviously have an overlap and you can have that aspect of it. For sure they can. But, but the, the why in a business, like if you um, take a bit, a, a big business, like, you know, Apple or something like that, their why is very 
clear. They are bringing you the technology that is going to make your life easier in your like personal tech stuff, right? For the longest time, uh, it was just computers. And then they branched out into iPods and then iPhones. And, and now there's more pieces of it. But all of those things relate to one another. And they all fulfill the same why. And that is to give you this network of tech that makes your life easier and more streamlined. Yeah. Right? I mean, with I don't business, know what their, what their technical well, no, one well, is. I think what you're saying is like with, with a business, your why is part of your brand, right? Ex- so basically that's exactly when, where I'm going, it informs your brand. Yeah. Like it's part of your brand. So when I'm buying something, I'm buying their why, right? Like, yes. oh, you know, like they're going to that kind of statement. And I think as a business, it informs your branding, it informs your marketing, it informs all of those pieces and that's why it has to start with the why um and that has to be really clear but as the business owner your goal or or your why might not be the same thing your you know steve jobs his personal why might not have been the same as apple's why no, absolutely. Because yeah. there's more people involved and there's different things, especially yeah. when c- companies get big, right? Like there's yeah. the people that found them aren't, it's not just them anymore, you know, but even yeah. the, the wise, like, you know, Elon Musk and stuff, like I know he genuinely tries to want to make a contribution, but some, anyways, that's a whole other podcast topic, <laughs> probably. That is definitely that, a rabbit that hole fellow, in this day and but, age. Uh, anyways, <laughs> but there's an aspect I know like he wanted to change and have a lasting mm-hmm. impact. It wasn't about money, but you need to make money often, or you can, interesting point of view, but like to make a difference. So the two yeah. are kind of related in each interval one. Like it's like having, um, you know, different types of projects. So they're related and they're not. But I guess the thing with a brand is, is, is it change, it doesn't change as much as potentially a personal why, right? Like a personal yeah. why can change basically on the day, but a brand and a business you're wanting to genuinely, genuinely, <laughs> generally, <laughs> genuinely speaking. Um, We're going to start writing Stefan's dictionary. Stefan's <laughs> no, lexicon. No. I tell you, you know, I'm, I'm all for contributing to the world. That would not contribute to <laughs> confuse the world i have to just uh, uh, 100 aside here (laughs) my parents my mother especially was like the queen of making up words very intentionally making up words that stuck and had their own specific meaning in the lexicon of our family and like stuck around for years You know, my dad would have a rizzle every day when he came home from work because he went and had a nap on the couch in the living room. That was having a rizzle. Like there were specific words. My oldest daughter, Talia, when she was young, I don't know, she was about 10. She actually started making on the computer a dictionary of my parents' words. Awesome. (laughs) Of our family words. (laughs) Yeah. So you just never know what your contribution is going to be to the world. That's true that. True, true that. that, right? Yeah. yeah. It's true that. Yeah. So the why. Yeah. 
Um, yeah. I think it's a, a thing to have a look at. So when our whys are, you know, we've been using language like when they're not shiny, right? When they don't feel super altruistic, super shiny. It doesn't mean they're any less important. No, I would say. Um, but we might have to examine why we care what anybody else thinks, why we think those are not as shiny. Yes, very much so. I love that. So it's like, yeah. So when we have something, a why, they're like, oh, that's not, you know, I don't know. Like them is one, not to judge them. Mm-hmm. Two, explore from both directions what's behind that why and why is it important what other people kind of think, right? Like what are those kind of two kind of aspects to it? Um, And the value of the why, again, it seems like isn't what you come up with as your why, but the process of going through and exploring that. And that's the exercise. And I think if you get anything from this ramble today, I think it's probably (laughs) that is being willing to explore the why and both what you're drawn to do and the barriers and the little aversions that kind of come across with that. Yeah. And because regardless, that allows us to kind of clear away some of the filters that we have, that we all have. And that in itself is probably going to contribute to your world and your life in some way. Yeah. Agreed. And it's okay. Agreed. It is just one big exploration process. I was, I don't know, I can't believe neither of us have said this yet, but it's true. It's just like, why? It's just like, why not? You know? And that is, <laughs> that is a very, it's, that's valid too, right? Yeah. Like, cause there's no, there's nothing that isn't valid, but whatever causes that, like, cause I felt that sometimes it's just like, why not? Right. Like yeah. screw it. Like I'm jumping. Yeah. And, yeah. um, Sometimes it works out better than others, but still that kind of that motivation, I think, is 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 allowing um, is being an allowance of certain aspect of yourself. Yeah. So, yeah. So let me ask you this specific to that point, the why not? Mm -hmm. When we talk about finding our why, we're usually talking about something deeper that is driving us as opposed to specific decision-making one-by-one decision-making strategy do you think why not can be your deeper why it can be part of it but i think if any like like anything it would probably get stale and conceptualized at a certain point but at the at a certain juncture for sure like if if why not embodied that energy of just like screw it like i'm gonna buck every trend Right. Yeah. If that was embodied and why not, then why not? So why, you know, yeah. like that is, right. that would be embodied in that. What was that? Oh, we got a, I love that movie. Uh, was it yes, man with Jim Carrey, where he just said yes to everything. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, is that, well, why not? I'm just going to say, let's see what happens. Right. Why not? Why not? You know, and there can be, it's, but then at the same, you know, same juncture, we can also obviously hold out, like hide out in the why not. Yeah. So again, there's you know, all these, par- that's again, that truth and paradox where these kind of opposites <laughs> kind of combined. 
you know, it's just like, I know I've done this in the sense that I can use being like detached and be like, oh, I'm just being wise. But really, it's just like, I don't want to participate. And that's not really conducive to it. So but I can hide out in something. So you can hide out in a why not. But I think you could also use a why not if it embodied a certain energy that was proactive for you. And sometimes the why not becomes a, you know, series of jackass movies. <laughs> fair, fair. Right? Fair. And that's because like, you, you just got to see not something. coming from a why not energy. <laughs> why, not? why not make a gigantic hand and slap it going <laughs> through the door? <laughs> but people laughed. And then it gets to a certain point where with those, it's like, oh, you, this is just my, that's a, no, that's a little too intense for me. I end up getting uncomfortable watching that. But the, you know, I think why not can embody ridiculousness. Yeah. And for me, ridiculousness has value. So yeah. there is that. But like all things conceptualized, ridiculousness can lose its value. Yeah. That's profound, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, we tackle the deep stuff here. Yeah, wow. there we go. We are once again. We have solved the problems of the world. Clearly, why or why not? Yes, but it is. I like because you know we mentioned like the toddler brain, and it's true because it's just like because that they're inquisitive. They're soaking up. Yeah. They don't have those preconceived kind of barriers of constructs of well, okay, that's why. Keep asking why. Why is the sky blue? Why is that? Why does it, why does a photo, like, what is a wavelength? Can you go into like a why, why, why? And then you're just like, oh my God, like, and eventually any parent just gets to just because, right? Like yeah. it, it's okay. <laughs> but that why is inquisitive and it's very fluid. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, it's really kind of symbolic of just like physics and matter as you go smaller and smaller and smaller. And eventually it's just nothing anyways. And it's just the same thing with a why is like you get smaller and smaller and smaller and smaller. And eventually it's nothing but everything at the same time. Yeah. It's, it's no. the space between. It's the space between. Wow. You got the, <laughs> it's the, the nuggets in this podcast. You're incredible. <laughs> we should probably release like a daily desk calendar of we should. our quotes. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, big life isms because we are quite profound oh right. so much so um yeah <laughs> on that we note should have more guests <laughs> i think we should have more guests i can, I can hear our listeners be like yeah i think i think they can handle having more guests <laughs> their guests are yeah yeah well i guess that's part of our why there you go. Yeah. Well, thank you for joining us today. And again, if you get anything out of this other than a headache or whatever that might come along <laughs> or dizzy or just frustrated is this aspect of looking at the whys, not to come up with them per se, but also just exploring them and looking at the yeah. motivation and how much that motivation is yours, how much that's society, knowing there's no wrong answer in any of it. But I yeah. think our willingness to look at these types of things can do nothing but contribute to our life in some way. Yeah, absolutely. And and getting clear on where we are in 
the current season of our lives, because I do think it changes over time, but being willing to, to do that questioning and getting clear for ourselves in our current season only helps us, um, you know, get closer to where we're trying to go in the end. Absolutely. Yeah. It's it the season helps us of our navigate. lives. Yeah. That's that's the name of our soap opera now, by the way. <laughs> I the season of go. our lives. The season <laughs> of our lives. We gotta stop. I think everybody's right. in this. Anyways, thank you for joining us. And I think you know you can say it like why? You know, there's a why. And I know some of you are probably saying, Why am I listening to these guys right now? <laughs> but I think we know. Anyways, thank you all, and we'll see you again next week. See you then. Bye-bye. Thanks for joining our conversation today. You can head over to thisbiglifepodcast.com for all the show notes and information. If you loved what you heard here today, would you do us a favor and rate and review the show? It helps more people just like you discover these juicy conversations. And if you know someone you think would love this particular episode, you can even go ahead and share it with them right now. And if you have a topic you would love to hear us discuss, or someone you think would make a great guest for our show, you can submit your ideas using the link in the show notes. And you can always find us on Instagram, at This Big Life Podcast. Thanks again. We'll be right back here in your ears next Tuesday. See you then.